Hey, man. Yo, what's going on, dude? Yo. All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of A Night at the Fights with MMA Cover. Today, we are here with our co-host, Jake, here to break down UFC Fight Night, Cyril Gaon versus Jarzinho Rosenstrike. And yes, it is time, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday, tomorrow. Yep. We will be witnessing greatness. And and just a, a stacked, stacked, stacked to top to bottom card. Stacked top to, top to bottom. Greatness in the making. Legendary status for everybody who is on yep. this card. That being UFC 259 is finally here. Your, co- your main event, Jan Blachowicz versus Israel Adesanya. Wow. Oh my yep. god, it's finally here. Now yep. um first off, how are you doing? How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm fine, man. Yeah. So be- before this um so before this, I was watching a little bit of the weigh-ins, you know, had to yep. had to brush up on the wins, you know, had to do had to do my work. Yep. And uh wow, I, I gotta be very honest with you i am surprised at what adesanya weighed in at i am and and did you see him with the pizza as well yeah i i am very surprised at what adesanya came in at i did not expect him to come in yeah same you know he said said, um he was going to weigh in at like 193 and then he turned up at 201 yeah to be fair to him that that's pretty heavy for uh especially a guy with his build the way he's built. Very, very it, yeah. So it, it definitely shocked because, you know, a lot of a lot of the press this week, uh like like you were saying right now, said that he was gonna turn up at um at one ninety three and turns up yep. at close to what he, exactly what he shows us, you know. And uh Jan showing up at two oh five, which respectively is where he should be. Obviously that's where yep. he's where he's at. But uh, wow, Izzy, incredible. Um, yeah. But yeah, more on 259 later in the episode. I want to hop down to the bottom of this real quick, and I want to recap UFC Fight Night, yeah. and uh, that being Cyril Gaon versus uh, Garzino Rosenstruck. Wow, what about? Yeah, not really as as hyped as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't really exciting the fight, but but to be fair. Um, uh, they did put on a, a, let's say, a casual performance from both men. Uh, like it was so and so, but Garn definitely deserved the decision win. Oh yeah, and and the thing about it is, you know, I was for sure during that fight, uh, Rosenstruck was gonna at least fire at least a couple times, you know, and yeah. for him to kind of you know keep his distance and keep him at at guard and let gone kind of get all of the get all of the spotlight in you know it it kind of made me think during the like third and fourth round like all right well i think rosenstruck lost this to gone because yon gone as we've seen he really put the pressure on him you know he he yeah. pushed forward and you know really did a number on on rosenstruck so you know it like i said uh casual win nothing nothing too fancy out of it yeah yeah um yeah so, moving on to the next bout, 
And you know I was excited for this one. You know I didn't yep. want this one to yep. get canceled. Yep, you've been talking about Pedro for weeks. Yeah. Beat Jimmy Rivera by decision in their part two fight. I am incredibly surprised by that. I am happy. And I know a lot of people are going to give uh, Munoz bad rep because, yes, he did. He used calf kicks. So what? Get over yeah. it. It happened. Yeah. And... Watching that fight during it, you know, I, I was listening to the commentary team, and they're over there saying, like, uh, Bisming was on the commentating team that night, I believe. And uh, he was saying that they should ban the calf kick. But in <laughs> reality, everybody's really used that move before. It's nothing new. It's not, yeah. you know, it's been around since, you know, basically early 2000s of UFC, maybe even earlier. Yeah. But we're only just, really starting to see it implemented now, oh, aren't we? Yeah, and it, it's a serious move. It's yeah. it's a deadly move. We know what it does to your opponent, and we know what it's capable of doing. Yeah, most definitely. But uh, with with their fight, I definitely am open to them running it back a third time. You know, finish off that trilogy. You know, and yeah. that you was could. actually fight of the night. That was fight of the night too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which uh, wow, just. You know, I was I was excited for it. I mean, you know that past episodes yeah. I've been talking about it. Yeah. And even the first time when it got canceled, you know, I was upset, but you know, we had it happen. Finally, seen it. Yeah. Was very impressed by it. And it was a and, good performance, but by both men, whether or not, oh yeah, uh, whether or not what what was going to happen next for both men, uh, we don't know. But we're going to have to wait and see, and then. I, w- I would like to see it for a third time, but th- there's more options in the division at the moment, especially because the bantamweights, the bantamweight division is getting more and more stacked as we speak. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, uh, you know, the the thing about Munoz's uh, post-interview fight is uh, he called out TJ, called out TJ Dillashaw, yeah. which, uh, which, talking about TJ, we actually have some news on him, is uh, he's been... Uh, he was in the talks last night. They asked Dana what what Dana has in store for him, and Dana said that uh, that he that they are working on something for TJ. We know yeah, they're working yeah. on something. We don't know what it is, but he said that they're gonna have him fight somebody, and that fight could potentially determine who gets the shot at the next title. Yeah, it's it's so, good to hear uh, another big name get a fight in the UFC, uh, especially on like a comeback. I know many people don't like TJ, but uh, I I even don't like him. But uh, it'll be good to see him come back up. Oh yeah, and then uh, jumping down to our last fight that I that I wanted to point out here on the on the fight night recap is uh, Alex Carez beats Kevin Groom Karoom yeah by decision. That was a that was a very like awesome fight to me. I don't I don't know why the kid you know went out there put on the show for all of us. Yeah, really. Uh, Alex Carez for that division as well is very long and mangy, and he, yeah, you know, he, 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 he really he utilizes his tools very well as well. Yeah, uh, he uses he uses a lot of you know what what we've seen. You know, we've seen him holding him at the gate. You know, and we know he he was moving very well. Yeah, for, for me, I think that was a main card or it was a prelim. I think it was a main card. But yeah, uh, nonetheless, he was moving super great. Uh, yeah, I, I know if I uh, if 
Uh, I could just point this one out. Uh, Maggie Meg Anke Layoff, the names. Um, Maggie Meg Anke Layoff beats Nikita Krylov. Yeah, so yeah. I did see that one. That one, that one was incredible too. Yeah, it, they, um, both men good in the first round used very good wrestling as well. That's what I was surprised about. Yeah, so anytime it's it's a it's and uh, anytime it's a wrestling fight, you know, I I think it's good because yeah. you know they really show off what they work on. Yeah, you know, and they show off their striking as well because it, it, both men can take each other down, so they so they will end up just going back to striking loops. Yeah, so uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of good fights on on this yeah. fight night. Um, but now we turn our attention, we we all turn our attention, drop everything that we're doing on Saturday to tune in to UFC two fifty nine. Yeah, where uh. Real quick, I have some of the fights that I'm looking forward to the most from main card to prelim, and uh, I'll go ahead and tell you some of them right now. So obviously, I'm looking forward to the three main to the three main fights: Jan Blachowicz yeah. versus Israel, uh, Israel Adesanya, Amanda Nunez versus Megan Anderson, and Peter Jan versus Aljamain Sterling, oh. Islam Makhachev yeah. versus Drew Dober. Which, by the way, with Islam Makachev, Khabib is actually going to be in his corner helping him out. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, most of these fighters actually, you know, they all weighed in on, on what they're supposed to. Yep. Hopefully, uh, we have no cancels over the night. <laughs> Nobody, none of that. We have about 30 fighters on this card, which is insane. Yeah. Somehow, UFC managed to get... Somehow UFC earlier when I was watching the weigh-ins managed to weigh in 30 fighters in under like 30 minutes or something. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. It was like, man, one would come up to the stand, bam, your weight, there you go, you're good. Like, I was like, wow, surprised by it. Yeah. Uh, we have Tiago Santos versus uh, Alexander Ruckin. I think that has a, the, pot- the potential of fight of the night, in my opinion. You think so? Yeah, I think they both got very good kickboxing styles. And I reckon it's going to be a... A spectacular war, I think. I think I think that's a, I think that's a fight that everybody's really underestimating. Yeah, very very highly underestimated fight right there. But uh, yeah, they both weighed in, seemed totally fine this morning, and uh, yeah, I I think like you said, I think that's a fight that everybody's kind of sleeping on. Yeah, I know because whenever you mention two fifty nine to anybody, especially right now, it's oh yeah, I'm I'm watching it only for the main for the main three fights. It's like well. What about all the other ones? Yeah, like, I, sure. And if you think about it, what uh, one of them? If one of them men win in that fight, uh, Rakic or Santos, uh, they have the potential to fight Izzy or Blahovic. So that's interesting. Yeah. And then uh, dropping down to the prelims, these are three prelims that I picked to make basically make sure everybody watches because I would say that these three prelims potentially couldn't be the prelims that stick out on that card. Yeah. And uh, the first one being Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. Now, funny thing about Casey Kenny is where I am from, Casey Kenny trains here in Tucson, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he trains in Arizona. He's in Arizona. And here's, here's the deal. Here's the deal with it. I know I should be backing up the dude that is from my home, my home area, you know, but I just simply cannot back him up due to who he is fighting. Yeah. He is fighting 
a former champion in Dominic Cruz. So veteran versus the new kid. So Not it's like, player, hey, man. A legend of the game. Yeah, a legend of the game who's versing the new kid, which basically this can be a passing of the torch. You know, hey, man, here, I had my run. Take this torch. Take your own run with it. Yeah, either way you look at it, whether Dominic Cruz wins or loses, it's good for both men because Casey Kenny gets the display skill set and Dominic Cruz gets to see what he has left left in the tank. You know, and, and you know, we, we know Dominic Cruz is – is not really a competitive guy, you know. He's, you know, he said he was fine with this being a prelim fight. He doesn't care as long as he's fighting. He is going to give the fans one last, yeah, one last full ride that he has. Yeah. Regardless if this is his last match and he is on his way out the door, there's always commentating. And I enjoy him as a commentator. I think he's one of the coolest commentators ever. Yeah, most definitely. So it's at this point, it's just. Whatever happens by tomorrow, we find out what happens with Dominic Cruz. Yeah. Uh next next fight that I that I did see these two weigh in. Now I haven't looked up their highlights, but I did see them weigh in. And uh I I do think they have potential. It's Song Yadong versus Kyler Phillips. Oh, okay. That's a interesting which, fight. Yeah, which which is an interesting fight. Um both of them look really good, you know, at the weigh-ins. You know, they both made their agreed weight. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I haven't really looked at too many of their highlights, but I do think it could be a good fight, yeah, you know? I, I think Song Yudong takes that. I think he's he's very all-rounded, Song Yudong. Yeah, yeah, I, do. I think he does too. Yeah. Uh, what, what does he get it done by? Decision? Yeah, maybe. TKO? Submission? Who knows? I I say by decision, but yeah, we could we could all be wrong on that yeah. one. And the third and last fight that I highlighted down here that I'm personally looking for: Joseph Benavides versus Askarov. Uh, is it Askarov? Joseph Benavides versus Askarov. I know yeah. that. Uh, Askarov. There we go. I couldn't think of his name, man. Um, yeah, so this fight, I know everybody's got Askarov. It's cool. Go ahead, pick him. But I got to go with my cousin. I got to pick my cousin, Joseph Benavidez. Yeah. yeah. Just how it goes, man. Yeah. I can't I can't do that to family. It doesn't work that way. Joseph Benavidez is an amazing fighter, I think. Uh, I think he's still got enough to beat some. I, th- I think, you know... You know, after the Figueredo lost and, and everything about that, when they were like, oh, he lost to Figueredo. Okay, well, we heard what he said he was going to do. He said he was going to take time yeah. off. He took some time off. And during that time, you know, he could have, you know, he could have really focused in on what he needs to do. Yeah. It's hard to say by the end of the year if he will ever see that championship again. But yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. It's it's the sport of fighting, isn't it? Yeah, everything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, you know. And would would I like to see a potential rematch between him and Figueredo? Mm, kinda, I yeah, guess. Sure. I mean, Figueredo has Figueredo has it all. Yeah, Figueredo is really good. Though. He he's a world class fighter. So. Yeah, those are just some of the fights that I wanted to point out. Uh, we also have 
crazy amount of breaking news, and I, I mean crazy. Yeah, amount. a lot of breaking. Um, a lot of it I covered. I tried to cover as much as I could uh, this this much uh, this this week, and man, it is crazy. So breaking it into it, um, we keep. I feel like this is going to be a retracting, retracting, uh, revolving comment that we keep getting back to. But Kamaru Usman versus Jorge Masvidal set for September. Yeah. Don't know how true that is, but they're saying it's yeah, true. I, I, September. I think, honestly, I think it's very true. To be honest, um, I think it will happen in September, definitely. And, and it's crazy because if if we actually sit down and look at this, um. Jorge Masvidal didn't tell any MMA people. He actually told boxing. Yeah. So, um, last weekend, if you guys didn't know, Canelo Alvarez beat... Ivani um, Yeldrum. Yeah. Yeldrum after three rounds. And surprisingly enough, it was in Florida, home home to Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. So when Jorge Masvidal was there, the boxing interviewers were like, hey, what's next for you? And he was like, well, he was like September or April or September or... Uh, sometime then is when we're talking about the UFC title fight again. So he kind of news dropped it on their end, not on UFC's yeah. end. And uh, when when they when he said that, um, when he said that, everybody was like, "Oh, well, he said September, so we're gonna go ahead and say September for it." Yeah. So nobody has yet asked Dana White how legit it is, but it's Dana, so I'm more than sure he'll be like, "Well, we're we're working on that, but not as of right yeah. now." I got a. Another breaking news just coming in. Alistair Overeem and Junior Dos Santos released by the UFC. Yeah, so that that was a shock, you know. First of all, I seen that yesterday, I believe, is when that yeah, dropped, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh yesterday. And then this morning, and I and I actually I reported on it too. Um, so Junior Dos Santos and Alistair Overeem dropped from the UFC and Bare Knuckle Fighting League picked them up and was like, hey, we can have you guys come over here and fight if you guys want. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that that was like, that was about hours apart from each other because um, obviously, like I said, 24 hours ago, the news broke about um, the news broke about Junior Dos Santos and Alistair Overeem being cut from the UFC and then, like, early this morning, it was like Bare Knuckle was like, hey, we have open spots if you guys want to come sign contracts over here and we can let you guys start fighting again. Yeah, that's pretty uh, cool uh, if you think about it. Also, I, I think they'll do good in Bare Knuckle, but it's... We'll just Which is crazy because, I mean, we know... I mean, that technically would mean three fighters have already made the switch to, to Bare Knuckle. Yeah. I mean, Paige Van being the first one and now these two you yeah. know so my my top my top thing that I realized with that was they're either going to go there or they're going to pick up Bellator's going to yeah, pick definitely. them up and they can go to Bellator but yeah for them to make the switch to bare knuckle cool yeah. awesome respect at the moment uh, there's just tons of news coming in um, did you hear about uh, Hamzat Chimaev's alleged retirement yeah, so talk about that. Okay, and uh, we also got to talk about the uh, the Paula Costa incident. I don't know if you've seen that lately. Uh, I don't think I did or not. Okay, um, so we'll do we'll we'll do the we'll do the Costa stuff first, and then we'll jump yeah. over to yeah, okay. uh, Chimaev. So Costa said 
this, these are his words. Um, so he said in the fight with Israel Adesanya, oh, no. the reason why he didn't win is because he was hungover. Oh, no. I saw that. Yeah, he I did see that. So <laughs> no, it was like, okay, wait a second. Hold on. You went into your fight hungover thinking you were going to actually do something. Like, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I really I don't think. believe that. Even if it was true, why would you even do that in the first place? You know, and the, the thing that I like that Izzy said about it was Izzy was like, humble yourself. Say you actually lost. Don't don't come out with some BS excuse saying, oh, well, I was hungover the night before. Don't do yeah. none of that, dude. Come out and say you are, I lost to Israel Adesanya. Yeah, and it's I don't that. know if you saw it's Israel that. Adesanya mocking him about it, uh, pretending to drink. No, yeah, I didn't Israel see that. Adesanya was like uh, pretending to drink, um, and he said, I'm going to get hungover before. Jan Bohovic. <laughs> it was funny. So yeah, um, yeah. So I really, I just, I don't know, man. Uh, obviously, I guess this all circulated. This all really started because Costa put up a video on his YouTube channel and was basically talking about it, and then was like, "Wait, hold on!" And Izzy found out about it. So Izzy's been on a rant on Twitter talking about it, like, "Oh, I'm gonna get hungover before my yeah. fight with Yon." All this crazy mess that's going on in ties with UFC 259. So everything's like, "Well, wait, hold on, what's yeah. going on here?" Yeah. So, so what a what a crazy story to yeah. pick up on. Um, but jumping back to the first one, uh, Hamza. Jamar's announced his fake retirement. Yeah, That's what I'm calling it. It's a fake retirement. It's not one. Fake retirement, alleged retirement, however you want to look at it. I don't know what this man was yeah. thinking. <laughs> I, I think really he should uh, give himself time to think about uh, his decision here. Uh, I saw that his brother wants him to come back. I saw that, I think. Hamza Jamar's brother wants him yeah. to come back uh, to the UFC. Uh, yeah. Um, then... You know the thing. The thing with Jamayev is, you know, the man is still suffering lingers, yeah. lingered effects yeah. of COVID. And Dana White told him he was like, "Look, dude. He was like, you need to go to the doctors. You need to get this clear. You need to stay. Stop yeah, training." Is basically what is basically what Dana said that he was doing. He said Dana said he was training instead of resting and. You know, per, you know, resting his body, resting, you know, resting and getting healthier, and trying to avoid COVID. Instead, he's not avoid. He's not doing any of the resting. He's out there sitting there training, waiting for his next yeah. fight. And it's dude, think about this. Just think go sit this. down. This guy is getting drained by an illness or a disease or whatever you want to call it, um, and he's still training. He just wants to smash everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, dude. Look, Dana, Dana's already given you a, re- a return date. He gave you he gave you June, which right now we're not that far from. And it's like, dude, if you could just sit there, stop training, and rest your body like you're supposed to be doing, you wouldn't be in this situation. You could have fought Leon Edwards, but no, now somebody else has yeah. to fight Leon Edwards. It's actually it's actually quite and, sad to, if you think about it because he, he is getting held back a bit, but it's not. It's not a lot, so I would just recommend to him take a day off or take a week off, take a month off, see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Did you also see the breaking news about Mackenzie Dern having an upcoming fight set uh, for April tenth? No, 10th? I, I, I didn't see that one. So she has a she has a bout coming up on you, April tenth. I know who it's against. The only thing is, is I'm afraid to pronounce this girl's name because I might <laughs> butcher it. And it's it's like Nina Askarov. Uh, I, I don't know. Nina that's Askarov, just a guess. Yeah, I think that's what it yeah okay. So, uh, yeah, she has that set up for April 10th. Glad to see Mackenzie Dern getting back in the octagon. Um, she's slowly becoming one of my favorite fighters. You yeah, know, she, she's kind she's of very just, active. you know, she's doing her own active. little... You know, she's kind of doing her own little thing. You know, I'm glad to see her get in a fight in April, you know. And then, uh, like you said, we talked about it last last episode. Uh, Edson Barboza signed that new deal with, yep. with UFC. UFC let everybody know yesterday, hey, he signed his new deal through, you know, they let everybody know through a notification. Yep. And then right after that, on May 15th is when he's getting back in the octagon. So Edson Barboza versus Shane Bargos. Yeah. Bargos? That's a, a week Bar- after my birthday. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sweet. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Edson Barboza and uh, Shane set to throw down May yeah. 15th. That, that's still far away, so I'm not going to hold that yeah. to you a ne- full, like, 100%. Happen, it could just get canceled. We never know. Yeah. We never know. And then um, this one is another recent one. And this is Dana White. Dana White said this recently. He said, Conor McGregor wants Dustin Poirier trilogy as soon as possible, working on a summer date. Yeah. So Dana White wants to sit down with Conor or talk to Conor and Dustin talking about finish finishing this trilogy. My guess is would. My guesses would be that would have to if they're looking for summer, and uh, they're kind of labeling Masvidal and Usman as September. I would imagine that those two fights yeah, would be on that. I think one this card. fight is going to be amazing, Conor v Dustin. Um, the reason why is because I feel like Conor is going to uh, defend the legs more against the kicks. I feel like he's going to take a more Muay Thai style to his base game all, all round. And I feel like he'll check their leg kicks more. And I feel like he'll be on point with the defending the takedowns as well. So definitely, so definitely like a 2014 version of Connor yeah, or 2012 sure. version of Connor, you know, like a, like a prime version of Connor again, but you know, not yeah. prime because you know, yeah. he's already out of his prime, but kind of that yeah. way that he used about, to fight. I, uh, I see that happening. Uh, what he done to Nate Diaz in the rematch. That that was an amazing performance by Conor, in my opinion. True. And actually, speaking of that, uh, March 5th, today, as of... Yeah, as of today, March 5th, is five years ago... I think it was five years ago today. I, I could be wrong. Five years ago today is when we seen Nate Diaz submit yeah. Conor McGregor. Wow. Just wanted to throw that out there. Little 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 fun fact, you know, that's that's how long that's how long ago that happened. Today, five years ago, yeah. when eight years committed Conor McGregor. But yeah, did you know that we're coming up on the one year anniversary of uh Adesanya versus oh, yeah. Romero? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Saturday. No. 
I think it is Saturday. Saturday or something like that. They were talking about it earlier on the yesterday. I, I don't think we have broadcast. to speak about that fight because it's so boring. Yeah, we we all know, and you know what's you know what's funny, and I hear a lot of people talking about this. Is people are saying, well, what if what if the Jan Blachowicz and Izzy fight is the same thing? Yeah, I, I, I don't think, think so. Izzy will win this fight, but I feel like uh, Izzy will land good shots, and so will Jan. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta realize this. If Adesanya wins this, and I was looking at it earlier, Adesanya wins this, he now enters. The double yeah. champ champ club. Now, 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 you may ask, who's a part of the? Well, who was a part of the double champ champ club? Well, we had Conor Amanda McGregor, Nunez. who became Amanda Nunez, Daniel Cormier, DC, one of my yeah. all-time favorite fighters, Cejudo. DC as champ champ, Cejudo as champ champ, and we can potentially have Izzy as champ yeah. champ status. And- how yeah, mind blowing no, is that? Like, oh, Izzy could enter goat conversation. To be honest, can, uh, can I, he really though? Is, isn't he already the goat? Hasn't he already cleared out a whole division? If he defends the belt at light heavyweight or goes up to heavyweight and fights Jones, or something like that, which is a key point in all of this. Where does this okay? Because we know we know for a fact that during during the I think it was the was it the Rosenstruck and Gone yeah, fight because that was heavyweight, right? So I think if we look at this, we know we know what the playing field looks like right now. Yeah. March March is set to have Stepe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou. One of those one of those guys is gonna yeah. get it, right? After that, we know Don Jones is coming up the road. We know Izzy's about to fight for the yeah. heavyweight title. <coughs> Jeez. And uh, we know Izzy's about to fight for the light heavyweight title. So why not, you know, let Izzy win this title by whatever he does tomorrow. Let Izzy win this title. Let John Jones make his debut. Let them fight. Then, after that, give him both time off. Schedule a super yeah. fight. There and you Izzy go. Was, uh, That's uh, how I was saying something recently on an interview that I saw. He said um, that he's been uh, to heavyweight in boxing and kickboxing. And by the way, I look uh, back at the fights a couple of years back, and the fights were amazing at, in kickboxing and boxing. Uh, Adesanya's in kickboxing, kickboxing yeah. and all that? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm not surprised if you know that's what Izzy follows, you know, coming yeah, off of this victory tonight or uh, coming off this victory tomorrow. Me, but, uh, I feel like Izzy is very. I don't I don't know. I wouldn't see Izzy going up against Francis and Garner. Let's just put it that way. No, no way. Maybe I mean, would you see uh, him going yeah, up against yeah, Stipe? Yeah. Stipe, Stipe can't. I mean, if you look at it, I'm more than sure Stipe can pose a yeah, threat to Izzy. His striking is just insane. But I mean, we're looking. We're also gonna look at somebody like Jan Blachowicz tomorrow, who we're all expecting what what Izzy can do to to you know keep him at I, keep him at distance. Honest, I you think know, Izzy schools Jan. Yeah. 
I think it takes five round decision win. Yeah, decision win. Five round. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Maybe. It's 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 such a. Here's the thing with with two fifty nine. There's so many different outcomes to yeah. it. Like, what if what if we're talking about Izzy right now? You know. And tomorrow we end up seeing Yang Blachowicz yeah, win. Yeah, what does that do for him? What does that do for Yang? That's the thing. Oh, Yang! Yang can make a career in heavyweight. You know, we talk about a guy like Yang Blachowicz, who, when he entered UFC, was on a losing yeah, streak, four, a five, big five, losing I streak. You know, so you know what did he go and do? Well, he opened up. You know, he opened up everything, looked at the map, and was like, okay, well, I'm going to go back to the original coach that I used to have. Went back to him and was like, look, dude, I need your help. You can help me. That coach was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Now look at where he's at. He is a light yeah. heavyweight I, champion. Today, uh, I forgot to tell you about this. I got a lot of hate. on. I put a comment up on uh, somebody's TikTok video, and I said, Izzy schools Jan. Yeah. And then this guy says, oh, you're clearly a casual fan. And I'm like, I looked on his profile, and he and he's the most casual fan you'll ever see. Look, man, you talk to, you talk to any, and you know, I'm seeing, I'm seeing this a lot this week, especially, you know, being being it's a mega fight week. I'm seeing this a lot this week, yeah. big this week too. Is everybody needs to get off, and I'm saying this right now. And you guys, hey, I'm open to any comments and yeah. anything that you guys want to say to me. All right. I will tell you guys this right now. I am not in any way going for Peter Yan tomorrow. There's no way. I'm sorry. I know people are like, oh, my God, he's not going for Peter Yan. No, I'm going for Aljamain Sterling. Reason why? Because everybody seems to be on that train of Peter Yan. Uh, it's cool. Be on that train. I'm on the train. Be on it as long Yon. as you no, want. I think Peter Yan's going but, but I I think I think Aljamain can get it done, and not because he not because he submitted Corey Sanhagen. Oh my God, I know that's what everybody says to me. Oh well, you're only going for Peter. Are you only going for Aljamain Sterling because he submitted Corey Sanhagen? No, I'm not. That's not that's not what I'm going for. I'm going for him because one, I think he is the better fighter. Two, I think he is he has the arsenal. He has the weaponry. He has everything to come in here on Saturday yeah, and get he it does, done. But I think Peter Yan steals it, in my opinion. You know, we know, we all know what happened to. I mean, yeah, I guess we can say we all know what happened to Jose yeah. Aldo when he fought Peter Yan. 193 headshots. Like, dude, I don't think you're fine after that. Nobody yeah. is fine yeah. after that. Be, yeah, but to be devils, I don't um, care. I. Jose Aldo's out of his prime. He clearly is out of his prime. And and true. Uh, very true. Minster is young and very hungry to fight and wants the title. So now here now here's the thing. Now we know we know that division with Peter Yan and Aldermain Sterling. We know that division is a very like it's it's yeah, building yeah. to be a roller coaster right now, right? So what happens with Peter Yan um, if he wins this? I, I, Who does he next, get next? next contender. My next guess would yeah, be Corey Sanhagen. 
that that's what my next guess would be because yes, all we all know TJ's making his return sometime soon. Whenever yeah, he gets is, here, the thing is, TJ not really deserve li- the title shot straight away. Thank yeah. you, thank you. <laughs> I told that to people, and people are like, "No, he deserves he it. Really he was robbed of it. it. He stole it away you, from himself." Really, you basically, you're the one who at weigh-ins or when you know when you're doing weight cuts, you should know what's right and what's wrong. And when you test positive for uh, what was it that he tested positive EPOs. for? It was a uh, yeah. EPOs, dude. Right there, it's like yeah. okay, th- you're done. There goes your title shot. You lost it. Yeah, you I- lost everything you wanted. So why is it that you want to come back saying, yeah. "Oh, I deserve it. It's mine. It's rightfully mine. I never anything. lost it." He has to earn it. Like, 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 like he earned it at the start of his career. He has to earn it again because you clearly cheated in the Henry Cejudo fight. You might have cheated before that, and you have to earn it back now. But are we really are we really gonna do that? Are we really gonna just allow him to be like, hey, you have yeah. to work your way I, I, I don't back know up to where you were? He, he looked like he was on uh, something before I mean, the Henry Cejudo fight, but no about it. Let me let me let me give you this example. Okay, here we go. Bellator signs Michael or UFC signs Michael Chandler. In in like early yeah. 2021, right? Where is he at on the rankings right now? He is like number four, number yeah. five on the rankings, and he didn't. He beat one guy. He beat one guy and skyrocketed to the top four, yeah. top five. Don't you think UFC is gonna do the same yeah. thing with TJ when he sort comes of back off that suspension? Like. TJ's making out to be like he wants the title shot straight away and he's going to get the title shot straight away. He's not going to get the title shot straight away. Like, you got to think, dude. What if he comes in? What if... Okay, so let's say... Let's say TJ's suspension is yeah. is, is up, okay? Yeah, it Which is. I think it is by now. Yeah, okay. So he comes in... And UFC is like, oh, yeah, here, fight Corey Sanhagen. You fight Corey Sanhagen, bam, you skyrocketed up to the top again, and you got to yeah, fight one more yeah. person for your title. I mean, I, I love I love the bantamweight division. I love everything it gives off, you know. I, 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 love, the, I love the fights that, that they make there, you know. But, dude, I don't think TJ should be where he should be. I don't think he has any right to come back into it and be like, oh, yeah, I want to – I want to get, you know, right where I belong, want my title back, yeah. and I want to fight everybody again. Yeah. You're not going to fight everybody. <laughs> so that's that's the whole bantamweight discussion. Um, real quick, want to talk about Islam Makachev yeah. and uh, Drew Dober real quick. Um, I want to see what your thoughts are on that one. ultimately takes it, but um, Drew Dober's got, not going to not put up a fight. I reckon Drew Dober's going to give him a fight. Did, did I tell you? Um, I don't think I told you the the last part of the breaking news today. But uh, Dana White will meet with Khabib this weekend yep. to talk about his futures. For the so, second time. Once again, for the second time in a row, 
Why is Dana White meeting with Khabib? What are they talking about? That is so important. Question here: Do you think Khabib will ever come back? (sighs) Yeah, same. Nah, I think he's done. I think twenty-nine. I think twenty-nine and zero is is perfect for the man. It's not thirty and zero like like your dad wanted, but hey, man, you're still twenty-nine and zero. You're you've been the champion since. Yeah. Who knows? You, you've inspired people all around the world. And dude, if you don't come back, if you don't come back, be real with yourself. Don't you see him yeah. cornering other fighters? We know he's going to corner Islam Makhachev. I, I think he already said he was going to. About is Khabib being like, um, uh, like, um, somebody who helps the UFC in terms of pay per view buys and stuff like that. I think they're going to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's partially some of this. Let, let me get your let me get an honest answer yeah. out of you on this one, right? Do you think Dana yeah. White is pressuring Khabib? He's a promoter. That's what he does. Because but... you got you to think, dude, if the man says he's done at 29 and 0 and Dana keeps doing the Hey, well, this fight is making more than you and you and so and so. Why don't you come back and fight again? It's like, dude, he doesn't want to fight. He he proved he is as of right now. We look at Khabib as yeah, I'm gonna say it. We look at yeah. him as yeah. the goat right now. Well, he is. I believe he's still number uh, one pound for pound. Am I right? So what yeah, what does this man yeah, have, to, have lose, really? to lose? Really, he's got a perfect record. He's had the perfect career. He's the, he's he, he was the champion, and now he's just gonna let all the champions come out of that lightweight division. To be honest, you know the thing the thing that I hate I hate with I hate with Dana and I hate with like strong. No, word. I don't want to use hate because hate's kind of a hate's kind of yeah strong word. Uh. The thing that I dislike about Dana and the thing that I dislike about um about like the thing I like I dislike about Dana yeah. and I dislike about Khabib is we know this is what their third or fourth sit down talk yeah. that they've had behind closed doors, they said. <laughs> Cause obviously we had that one, we had the first one, yeah, then we had the one on Fight Island, now we have this one. So it's if whatever you guys are seriously sitting down and talking about, what is it that's so important? Why can't yeah. why can't and you let you the fans it, know? If you, if they really is. wanted to get it done, get Khabib back in the ring, they would have had it had it done ages ago or announced ages ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. And not not to not to bash on this, but everybody knows for a fact that they want to see could be versus yeah. Jane, uh, George St. Pierre. It's, it's honestly, yeah. it's a dream fight. It's a fairy tale fight. You guys are looking at it as, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's uh, not going to happen. Could come back. GSP. Khabib's, I think Khabib's just out of the picture now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to. Here, here's another honest question. Do you think Khabib left too early? Or do you think he um, left on the right time? For his family and his... 
career, the right time, definitely. Yeah, the right time. Definitely. The right time? That's that's a that's a good point. That's what I would say. I think he left on the right time. He didn't leave late. He didn't leave early. He left where he's made a name in the middle in the in the middleweights. Wow. Uh, he's made a name in the light heavyweights. Everybody knows who he is. He's beat some of the top people. He ran yeah. through that division. There's nobody else for him to fight other than obviously Michael Chandler or Charles Oliveira. But be real, are they really going to pose a threat maybe, to him? Yeah, maybe Chandler. Chandler maybe if you think about it, he did run through the lightweight division and he beat every top lightweight at the time. He beat Connor. He beat Barboza. Uh, he, he probably could have beat Ferguson as well. Um, Dustin as well, yeah. He uh, beat Dustin. He wow, that's just a resume on its own. Yeah, so he has all of these great names, and it's like, dude, Daniel needs to sit down and realize, well, damn, yeah. he really did and run through Michael my Johnson whole division. As well, when he unless Dana, unless live in the world. Yeah. And at this point, it's like Dana can sit down and be like, okay, well. I can ask if he wants to move in, move up a weight class. Yeah. Exactly. Why is he going to move up a weight class? When it's, it, it's, it's a risk. But uh, what's the what's the weight class above him? What's the weight class above? Yeah. Walter, uh, why would he move up to Walter? Fight GSP, but GSP's uh, not looking to come back at the moment anyway. So. Exactly. I mean. Sure, I guess you could have him fight Uzman, but yeah, that don't yeah. really sound Uzman interesting. Khabib versus Uzman. Yeah, so, yeah, you can't really... I mean, I mean, we can't really say we could have we could have them fight. I mean, we saw Gilbert Burns and Uzman fight. Yeah. They were friends, but I don't think anymore. Dude, there's no way, like... Okay, I was thinking about this the other day. There's no way you could throw me in the octagon with one of my best friends. If you were to sit here and be like, hey, you're yeah, going to fight yeah. your best friend. I'm not um, fighting him. That's pointless. It's pointless. It's stupid. Like, why am I going to fight my best friend? He knows me. I know him. I know. I literally train with this like man. I know everything he does. From the gym or one of your best friends outside the gym. Like... Yeah. 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 It's like, dude, I'm not going to fight him. Um, yeah. So, um. Moving up, let's talk. Let's talk these females. Let's talk. Let's talk Amanda Nunez and Megan Anderson and what this could potentially mean for both both point of the ends. Now, me, I've told everybody this weekend that I'm going for Megan Anderson. Wow, I don't yeah. care what y'all think. Y'all can call me a. I am. I am actually going for Megan. I believe it, dude. I did this. Believe this is okay. So my my fight yeah, picks real quick. Let's let's get well. fight picks out of the way real quick while we're here. Um. So obviously yeah. your main event, I got Izzy. Yeah. I got Izzy. I think Izzy gets it done. Uh, co-main, I got Megan. Uh, the bantamweight bout, I got Aljamain. I got Islam Makachev. Got Tiago Santos, and then in the prelims, I got Dominic Cruz. Uh, Song Yudong, and then Joseph yeah, Benavides. Those uh, are my fight picks card, right there. Uh, with my fight picks, uh, I've got Adesanya winning by decision. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to score Jan, like I said before. I've got Nunes winning by KO. I don't know which in which round, but I think Nunes wins by KO. 
Um, I think Jan beats Aljamain by TKO in the round three or something like that. Um, and uh, I think Rakic and yeah. uh, Santos um, is going to be a five-round war. Uh, sorry, a three-round war. Three-round war. Yeah. Five-round war. Um, three-round war. Um, and so. Makachev versus Drew Doba. I think, um, I, th- I think I've got Makachev uh, stopping him by either submission or TKO in round two. Or three. Yeah, TKO in round I got Makachev by TKO. I got Makachev by TKO in like early early uh, round yeah, three, maybe into round two. Uh, and then uh, what about Dominic Cruz and? By... It's a hard one because Casey Kenny um, is a is he's a young athlete. He's a very good mixed martial artist. Um, I think I've got Dominic Cruz by decision. I think Casey Kenny can uh, survive at least in my opinion. by decision. I, I think I think yeah. like I said I think Cruz gets done. Stop him. Regardless if he doesn't, it's fine. You know, because at least at least he gives the fans one last one yeah. last ride to you know go out on on something he loves doing. You know, like I said, the yeah. commentary table's always open, so that's never a bad thing. But uh, yeah, jumping into Amanda Nunez and Megan Anderson. I hear people say Megan, yeah, Megan. I don't a, know which one. Like, I say Megan. I don't know. That's just me. Megan, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's kind of weird because I heard like earlier when I was watching the weigh-ins, they were like, uh, they said her weight, and they were like for yeah. Megan Anderson, and I was like, you mean Megan? I mean, Megan, I, I don't know. Yeah. I've always called her Megan Anderson, so that's what I. Um. So yeah, what does this do? And and now let's let's not get crazy about this when when I mention this topic. But what does this do if Megan? Well, first of all, it's upset. a huge upset. Um, second second of all, she's the champ of the division now, so <laughs> like she what if... do it against anybody who she wants. So now, would you see would you see an ideal rematch as soon as that as soon as like. As soon as let's say Megan does get it done, yeah, would you yeah. see an ideal rematch for Amanda Nunez to come back well, and just yeah, be like, "Hey, I want what's mine I again." Megan will give her a rematch if she beats her, definitely. Because Megan is game. Oh yeah, Megan is. Uh, it's going to be a while though, in my opinion. Oh yeah, and you know, yeah. at at the stare downs, yeah. man, Megan. she is tall. I gotta say that. She is very tall. Like she made Amanda look up, and yeah. I was like, "She's that tall." I was like, "Damn, what the hell!" <laughs> so I was like, "Geez, dude." I was like, "I, I mean, honestly, they've been asking her during during this fight week, like, what kind of holes in Amanda's game plan does she yeah, see?" And I, she I said that she like, sees uh, quite a few. Everybody's you know? got holes in the game, which is very true. Which yeah, which is true. I mean, you gotta you gotta realize, you know, there's there's tons of great fighters out there, you know, but before this point, you know, they've yeah. all been humbled. I mean, it's crazy. So I do think I do think it it, it doubtably is a major yeah. upset if Megan wins. 
it is insane. I do know she is looking at the favorite right now in that fight. I think she's like plus hey, 200 or something. I don't know. Uh, no, Nunez, Nunez is... I don't know. I don't know who the plus and who the favorite were in that fight, but I know. I I think it. I think the favorite is is Amanda, and I think the the underdog yeah, is Megan. Yeah, I but I don't. I'm not sure on that one. Again. I think that. Yeah, I think I think that's the way yeah. it is because I I confused it a little bit. But then again, at this point, what happens uh, if if Amanda she, wins? I, I what does she do next? Who's ne- whoever's next. I mean, would would an ideal yeah, Valentina Shevchenko fight be be a thing? Or can we mention nah, I think, uh, I think Whaley, Whaley as a potential? So you think Whaley out? You think Amanda yeah. finishes Whaley? But then again, we're talking about yeah, Whaley. She went five rounds with Joanna. Uh, the weight class difference is still quite a lot. And Amanda, I heard Amanda Nunes cuts down from 170. And that's mad for a woman. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That's a weight cut. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I think the next like ideal fight for Amanda, if she wins this, would be fighting, yeah, definitely. Would be fighting so. Valentina. But... Then again, we also got to stop and realize sometime soon, we know we know it's been in the talks for a little bit. Uh, Dana White is promising that we're going to get a super fight between Valentina and Yeah, I, I would love to see uh, uh, that fight as well. I don't know how true that is. But... Uh, Shevchenko is not as far up in terms of weight as Amanda is. And that would be good to see Shevchenko either go down. I don't think Shevchenko will go down, but Whaley could come up definitely in weight. Oh yeah, Whaley Whaley can definitely come up. Pulling us out of Sonya. I mean, the man pulled out pizza at the weigh-in at the. So, I don't know how true this is, but when I was watching it, they were like, "Is that pizza fake?" They were like, "That's a fake it was pizza." Real. There's no it way that's real. real. Nah, it was real. Like, you can definitely for sure that was a real pizza, and I know it was. Like me being a person of of. Food, be- if that being one of my yeah. favorite foods, I can tell yeah, you that I was mean, a real pizza. pizza they ain't lying. It was a. It was the. It was Errol Hawani. He was like, I think that was a fake pizza yeah. that Adesanya had. I don't think it was real. And then he was asking the person down below him. He was like, Could you tell if that was? Did yeah. Did you have confirmation if that was a real pizza? <laughs> I'm more than sure it was a real pizza. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Um. But yeah, no, I I definitely think, I definitely think Whaley can make that can make that jump up to yeah definitely to the uh to fight Valentina. That that's a yeah, doubt though, man. That, like, that, that is an insane doubt. I don't know yet, but I think that might actually have potential to be better than Whaley and Joanna. I think so. Um, as it looks though, right now, man, you know we gotta we gotta really look at these because we've already we're barely we're barely three yeah. months into into the new year. If if yeah. I did that right, January, February, March, right? Yeah, we're only three months into the new year, and we've already had 
we've already had two of the so far best yeah. pay-per-views of this year. We we've started we started off I, with I'll a bang with Dustin and Connor in January. Yeah. We started off with that. And then, you know, February was February was yeah. pretty popular for fights. And then just bam, right now in March, we have this. And then not to say, you know, how how many more fights, how many more weeks yeah. we have until UFC two sixty, which you know, it's going to be another crazy and science yeah, in, insane headliner. So, yeah, I'm, you know, it's it's going to yeah. be tough to pick fight of the year, obviously, when we get to the end of the year for this year, man. But, wow, some of these fights, man, have just definitely shown up. So, like I said, 30 fighters on UFC 259. Hopefully, and I do this about every night, I literally hope, on yeah. everything, none of these fights get canceled. Um, but yeah, we're gonna finish off this episode with Jan and Izzy. Yeah. What this means for both of these guys and what they can potentially do okay. at the end of this. So, so Jan stepped in at two hundred five, respective respect two hundred five where he should be. Izzy stepped in at two hundred one is what people are saying. Two hundred one technically is what it would be, or it would be 201, but 200 if you yeah. really want to go, like, yeah, if you really want to be mathematically about it, mathematical, uh, it's 200, but everybody's labeling it as 201, yeah. so I'm going to say 201. Um, That's their weight now, so they're, that's their weight that they're supposed to be in the octagon by. And I guess they were talking about it earlier on the ESPN broadcast that they could actually be like they could be higher than what yeah. they're what they're actually at, you know. So weight wise, they can actually be like Jan can be like maybe yeah, two ten. Yeah, definitely. Um, Jan is a heavy guy as well. And Izzy, and Izzy can be about nah, I, what two or five when he gets to the octagon, maybe. No, 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 definitely. I you don't think Izzy's he's going up anymore? And I, found, I think he's found a, a weight where he's good at, but not going too far down and not going too far up. Because, I mean, he said 193 and he weighs yeah, in at and I 201. Think, and I, I mean, that is, the, that is um, about... The weighing was a mind trick on Jan because if uh, Izzy says he's going to weigh in at 193 and he weighs in at 201, Jan might be looking at using his power, and because Izzy's gone up, he could probably take shots better as he can. You know, and, and what I was, what what I've been talking about this, this past week is, is, you know, what, I mean, obviously we know Izzy is, is one for leg kicks. We know he's, he's one yeah. to use leg kicks. Yeah. He's very deadly with them. We know that. What are those leg kicks going to do to somebody like Jan? Now, we've seen Jan's legs. We know what they're... <laughs> it's it's crazy because I really don't yeah, think yeah, those I leg think, kicks I, are going to do I much to Jan. The are going to do something to Jan. The technical like movement of Izzy is going to slow Jan down eventually. 
Now, we did hear that the octagon size isn't yeah, the big uh, octagon. Yeah. It is the small but octagon. He, was the so, Paulo Costa fight in a small octagon? So... I think it was. Uh, thinking back thinking back to it, I think it... Oh, okay. No, I think that was in the big octagon. I think that was in the bigger... I think that was in, like, the... I don't know what size octagons they say they are, but they always... They normally do. But, uh, yeah, I did know... I do know that tomorrow's fight is going to be in the small octagon, which small octagon with a guy that's 205 and a guy that's 200, it, it hey, you guys should have no excuses to to be backing up the whole entire time. Like you guys yeah. need to be in each other throwing throwing punches yeah. and you know that's that's what I want to see out of Jan and Izzy. Um then like obviously we talked about we talked about it earlier. You know, what does this fight yeah. do for somebody like Adesanya? Adesanya has many this fight for Adesanya, basically, you know, it, he has many options. He's potentially looking at being a part of the yeah. Champ Champ Club again, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so crazy, crazy amount of news, stories, stuff, highlights, all this craziness. Only one night away. Um, for you, real quick, real quick question for you: Is this is this pay per view for you on Sunday, um, or is it for, is it on Saturday it be, for you? I think Sunday, like early hours in the morning. Yeah, Sunday early hours in the morning. Well, Sunday for you. Half the pay per view would be on Saturday, okay, because and uh, a quarter, like another half of it would be on yeah. Sunday uh, early morning. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That that's that's how I was thinking about it. And um real quick, one more thing. With Adesanya, if he if he does decide to, you know, move up and kind of start working his way through light light uh light heavyweight, what yeah, about the like, guys down uh, below him in the middleweights? Because uh, oh in the middleweights. Robert Whitaker. Uh, I think I think Yeah, what about what about the guys in the middleweights? Like Robert Whitaker. Yeah. That's exactly what I've been saying. But look at this. Adesanya moves up, right? By April, we know Whitaker, Costa, Till, and Vittoria are all fighting. So when he comes back down, he's going to have a a whole new fresh list of people. Not fresh list. You know, people he's fought before, minus Marvin Vittori. He's going to come back down. To all yeah. these people who are like, "Hey, we want your title now." You know, you're you're light, you're lightweight yeah. champion. So why can't you uh, just leave your middleweight title think, here with uh, us? I don't. It's 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 uh, the thing is, it's if Izzy does come back down, I don't know. Do you not see him coming back down? I mean, I kind of don't, but yeah, like I said, it's. Basically, yeah. all up to Izzy if he comes back down, you know, or or what's next for him, you know, if he wants to, you know, yeah. go up and try to fight John Jones, it, it's up to Izzy. But uh, yeah, at, at this time yeah. now, we have covered everything UFC 259 related. Yeah. Uh, UFC 259 tomorrow. For the people who don't know, uh, you guys can purchase it. I'll. Most like most likely, I'll be covering everything yeah. for you guys. That's how it is. And uh, 
covered fight nights. So yeah, I think we're pretty much yeah. done here. Another successful episode yep. in the books on a Friday. We went for over an hour. Crazy. Over an hour. And uh just remember guys, we are Yeah, I know. Um just remember guys, we are one sleep away from watching Legends yep. fight. This is insane. Um so yeah, I'll see you guys back here next Friday with another episode recapping all of this crazy madness and whatever comes in the next week. We all know that. And uh, yeah, from that point now, I'm see signing off. I will see you later. Keep you covered yep. with fights.